Blog Talk Radio. because that's really the way this show started to begin with. But I have felt this show really, ironically, weighing on my heart for a little while now. And that usually means it's time to go live here on Blog Talk Radio, where we can also go live and have been able to go live for quite a long time in audio form. And so welcome those of you who are listening live tonight, also those who are listening across time, wherever this show may find you, whatever part of the world. Even though I am going to be talking about the energy of spring, what I'm really going to be talking about tonight is the energy of light. And no matter where this show finds you, and yes, I do know you are out there, listeners who are in other parts of the world, including the Southern Hemisphere, and I very much welcome your energy here, too. Thank you for joining us wherever this finds you. I am finding, being here in the United States at this time on March 21st, 2017, that there is a continuing situation that's impacting not only us here, but those outside of the U.S. as well, where there is a tremendous heaviness and quite truthfully fear. And this being a show about working with our fears, working our ways beyond our fears, and also my own path having been one of doing my utmost, albeit imperfect best, to build as many bridges as possible, I really feel that it's time, and I will do it as many times as I need to in the weeks ahead, to talk about, to remind ourselves, to remind everyone just how vitally important it is to keep your focus in that place that you have always known, have so many times told yourself and heard, keep your focus on the light. Keep your focus on unconditional love. Keep your focus on this notion that has been around for quite a while, of loving your neighbor. 
we have perhaps never been tested as much in our lifetimes as now. And it is so easy to succumb to fear-based notions of we're perhaps living in a world like the world of the past that we are doomed to repeat certain patterns that we trap ourselves in these fears that we don't need to continue embracing. And the longer that we allow ourselves to be weighted down by the heavy energy of what we may be observing around us, the more challenging it's going to be to pull ourselves into a space, not just pull, but emerge, burst like wildflowers in the spring into a space of true brotherhood, sisterhood, love, light, forgiveness, transformation, teaching. We do not teach by continually beating one another over the head. And maybe I seem like I'm doing that with light, and that is just fine. But we need to help one another at this time. That's our purpose here, to help one another. And we may be surprised that the assumptions that are being thrown all around all the time and have been for quite a while are not exactly accurate. And maybe we'll be surprised to find that there is light on, quote, the other side, whatever that side is, that there are amazing similarities and parallels and that we really aren't nearly as divided as we think, that there is confusion all around, that there is a feeling of, in many cases, even betrayal in multiple places. And that is, of course, a dark feeling. But how do we allow that when we feel that something isn't quite what we thought it was, how do we then bring light out of that situation? How do we help others to find the light? How do we remind each other of empathy and who we all are and how much we dearly love one another? You know, one of the things that got me writing very early on and I I don't mention it often, but years ago as Bridge Builder, which was an anonymous kind of a name um, in multiple places, was my realization, having come from a very conservative background, that it would be truthfully impossible for loved ones to ever be happy in any form of heaven when anyone they loved, and truthfully, even a stranger, was suffering in hell. Now, that was just one belief system at that time, and we're not even needing to talk about that specifically now. But the underlying concept has to do with how much do you love your neighbor? How much do you truly want to create peace in this world, how deep does that desire go? How will it withstand the tests that are now before us? 
this is a time of real testing. And we are being invited to not necessarily agree all the time, and we certainly aren't going to agree, but to find the light in each and every heart and find that place where we can come and not just reason together, although reasoning together is useful, but feel that space of the heart that we all share together. You know, there have been studies that have proven that energetically our energy goes beyond our physical bodies. And there have been studies that show that it can even go well beyond, um, it can encompass this earth. And I wager go beyond that, I can tell you, though we can't prove that right now. But once you begin to understand the notion of expanded consciousness or perhaps the language that maybe you know from your background, and that was mine too, is this notion of God being omnipresent, God being everywhere. Well, if God is everywhere, if there is a spirit that draws us to God and to love and to one another, then we can trust that all is not lost. We really are together on this planet and beyond and we really can co-create a miraculous new reality when did we lose sight of the miracles and what does that have to do with spring well spring is an incredibly energizing time and i speak to this personally right now i had allowed my energy to become somewhat depleted. I had stopped enjoying the beauty outside here in the Pacific Northwest. We have had a unprecedented rainy season that is very unusual, even for those who have been here many years. Many places that people may often walk have been flooded, um, or it's just been that torrential cold rain coming down. And, you know, At this time of night when I'm broadcasting, when often the evening news is on, that chill rain, that chill feeling of darkness that is out there can really penetrate just like a chill wind, just like the rain. And yet when we find ourselves in a place of embracing the joy, of embracing the sparks, the light in one another of continuing to believe that this world is not at all what it seems, that it is much, much more than that, that we are entering into a truthfully new age. You know, that term, new ager, it's a bit dated. I still love it. I feel many of us share it. It is a term, whether you use it or not, for everyone who chooses to believe in a higher consciousness earth, in heaven on earth. This notion of higher consciousness is not a foreign concept for anyone who has ever learned this idea of God feeling more fully 
with us. However you label God, it doesn't matter. That is the concept. And if we lose sight of what is truly possible, if we get bogged down by the illusions of history, if we decide that we are simply repeating over and over and over again, if that's what we embrace, if we choose not to look for that light in the hearts of one another, if we choose not to forgive, if we choose not to help, to help draw that light forth, to help one another see that we are all here together. You know, I could go into a very simple example. Um, In fact, I think I will. This is one that's been out there in the news. Although I've been speaking in very lofty terms, I'll use a concrete example. Meals on Wheels. There's one for you. I think that just about everybody knows somebody in their community that has benefited from Meals on Wheels. And lately we hear that that may be threatened. Well, that is something that is going to transcend what we believe politically. This notion of helping the elderly who and the disabled, I believe, too, who don't have the means to eat nutritionally to help them. There is no more wonderful way for neighbors to reach out to neighbor. And I've seen in my own community how it has helped all kinds of people. And then that day-to-day contact that happens, that too. So even if some lone voice is saying, well, this, this program doesn't make any kind of a difference, we know otherwise. It's been proven otherwise. You can find it everywhere. So what does this mean for us? How do we come together? Well, we come together in knowing this and in thinking about what kind of a community do we choose to be. I am a person, and I know many of you listening, choose to be a part of your community. I am a part of this community where I live, and I'm regularly involved, although not so much in that particular program, but I have a great awareness of it. And I also know hand what a difference any kind of a meal program for the elderly can make. I have seen it firsthand. It really is true. Heck, anyone who's ever even lived alone knows that it takes a conscious effort to prepare meals for yourself. And by the way, if you're one such person who's living alone, I invite you to take joy in those meals, to celebrate those meals as you're eating with you. Celebrate preparing healthy meals. And if you're not in a position to prepare healthy meals or if you can help someone else, how important that is. And it's just a small example of how we can come together. Sesame Street, there's another one. I would say a lot of us really have valued that at times. And there are just so many things. I mean, these are the simplest of examples. And I'm not going to get into too many details about what is bogging us down because I mean, it gets much greater than that. Actually, you know what? I think I will. The more that we fuel fear, 
the more that we focus on what is it in a fear-based way that we need to keep us safe, the more that we invest money into those things, the more we distance ourselves from the light. These things aren't helping us, and we need to help one another. I was a person who was alive in 2001, very much so, and very much aware, and I've seen how things have deteriorated. We aren't creating a better world by lashing out at one another or by reacting in fear. That isn't going to help us. But we also need to keep our focus. And you see, it's really easy for me to get bogged down too, just a little. And I'm doing it consciously right now. Keep our focus on the light. Keep our focus on those miraculous synchronicities that I know many of you see. Why are those important? They're incredibly important because they are evidence echoing back to us that we live in a reality that is far grander than any of these mundane things that we fear and that that must necessarily mean that we really can join together and co-create a far grander reality and not in the same old ways. And I guess if I could get anything through, and I have to remind myself of this all of the time, we are not stuck in the same old ways. When we continually remind ourselves that the same old ways are repeating, and then when we allow ourselves to fall into fear or into conflict, that isn't helping us. When we focus on the miracles that we see on our paths, when we focus on how getting out into nature lifts our spirits, when we focus on how when we're walking the path, how everyone that we meet, no matter what they believe about even the things I've mentioned today, no matter what their persuasion, we're together. We're one. Very easy right now to get burdened by darkness. And it's also so easy to fall sway to one particular teaching or another. And some of that may not resonate with your heart. Those of you listening of different persuasions, and we're all of different persuasions, we're of diverse spiritual interests. We are different. And yet we're the same. Because we all are striving and feeling ourselves being embraced by the light. We are all feeling that magnetic pull of the love that we cannot escape because it's us. Deep down, it's us. And I want to remind all of you that you need to listen. Really listen. Put yourself in a space of truly listening to your own hearts 
Some say your heart is wicked and deceitful. Shuts connection off. That replaces your divinely sanctioned, your birthright, that space of who you actually are. That shuts down your connection directly to God. And don't let anybody else get in the way. Not me either. If I'm blocking in some way, you don't need me. You just need to listen with your own heart. You need to have an awareness of everything around you. Perhaps just a few words of what I'm saying is reaching you. Then take those words and embrace them and let the rest go. That's your purpose on this path, to learn how to connect directly. I really begin to feel that as we co-create this new reality together, the days will pass where we needed a so-called guru. We needed a shaman, a healer, a teacher. Although voices can help us. When we are together and we embrace one another as if in a circle and not putting anyone else up on a pedestal, that's when we arrive. You know, even Jesus, if you choose to put Jesus on a pedestal, and many people view Jesus in different ways, said that we would do greater things. It doesn't even need to be greater than to simply embrace that beautiful concept that we are miraculous beings, that we are capable of fully embracing the infinite because we are inseparable. That's the message we can hear. And if that is the case, why do we find ourselves falling into division? Why do we find ourselves continually recreating the same old definitions? Why do we fall into fear? Need to. We can find that space of building the bridges we need. Others have done this. We can too. And it's really quite key. We are here on earth having an adventure, an experience. I fully believe and have seen evidence of that we come here multiple times. I have seen so much evidence of reincarnation personally and not having even needed to believe in it to begin with when this started. I no longer doubt it at all. Now many of you may. That's fine. Look for your own answers. Ask. Ask to be shown the way. If you really want to learn what is happening, if you really want to feel connected to love, ask in your own heart with sincerity. That's the key. If you really want to know what your brother and your sister is thinking 
if you really want to love them, then open yourself to who they are. Find ways to help one another. That's why we're here. Find ways to increase understanding instead of pulling away. Because if we pull away from each other in this world right now, if we choose to shrink away in pure fear or in hatred, we are not headed towards heaven anytime soon. Now, there are those who believe that there can be multiple timelines and that depending on where your focus is, that's where you'll be. I don't know what I think about that. I think there very well could be that, you know, physicists, quantum physicists have speculated this is possible, that multiple realities exist. But I tend to believe, and I have to tell you, and perhaps I do know, that there is grace. There is something that helps lift lift us higher. And we need to trust in that. You know, self-correcting. I fell a little into pessimism. This is the test, people. It's happening to all of us. We're standing here in a circle. I'm not putting myself above anybody else, that's for sure. And I'm not lifting anyone else up either. I'm saying that each of us has something to share from our hearts. We are passing a talking stick. There's another concept. We had a guest on, oh gosh, last fall um, about that, about peacemaking and how we truly accomplish it. But Ultimately, we are inseparable, and that's the key. And so this is my moment of pure inspiration, even reminding myself in the beautiful energy of a Pacific Northwest spring where flowers and greenery is just blossoming everywhere that I walk. The floods, they are diminishing, and we can all join together wherever we are and appreciate this beautiful earth. If you find yourself in fall instead of spring or no matter when this show finds you, there is beauty to celebrate and it makes a total difference. It can change hearts. It can change yours. And it can help give you the keys that you need to go forward in the ways of unconditional love, which is key. Unconditional. That means pure acceptance. It doesn't mean embracing those things that diminish us, that hurt us, injure us, It doesn't mean that, but it means believing that every person has that capability because we are inseparable from the divine. That's the ultimate bridge.
Thank you for joining me here tonight live, if you're here. I will be on the air tomorrow with a guest, or wherever you're joining across time. Um, Tomorrow, I have Kate Montana coming on. We're going to be talking about ego. And Kate, quite a bit of experience in both the spiritual domain and as a journalist and as a psychologist is going to be talking with us at 12 noon Pacific tomorrow on March 22nd. And then on Friday, I have yet another guest coming on at noon. That will be Master Charles Cannon, and we're going to be talking about living an awakened life. And we will continue when it makes sense, when it feels like... um, We feel that in the space of the heart to have these spontaneous times together. And thank you for listening. To find more shows like this, go to FrontierBeyondFear.com. Everyone is welcome there. And it's only going to continue to expand with more people from various persuasions to talk with us about how they derive love. Take care, everyone. Find peace on your path.